And now a word from our legal department. Full disclaimer, our intent is to share, edify, and uplift. Though our perspectives may differ, we share them from a place of love and our truths at the moment. As the title suggests, we are thinking women who do better as they know better. With that being said, we pray you enjoy our candid conversations and understand that the thoughts and opinions are our own. And now to Educated and Evolved. Good morning, good afternoon, listeners of Educated and Evolved. We are here. We are ready. This is a big time in America, in your local states. But before we even get into that, let me introduce us or let us introduce ourselves. My name is Kenyatta Davenport. My name is Ronjan Davis. My name is Tawanya Scarborough. And we are missing two of our members, Sabrina and Greer. You already know where they are and it is what it is. But today our topic is, and rightfully so, voting. Voting, voting, especially in midterm elections. So who yeah. wants to lead us off? I will jump it off. All right. So All right. hello, everyone very important that we are voting in every election a lot of times people have misunderstood and felt that the only important election was the presidential election that is not the case yes the presidential election is important but you have to understand how our congressional ladders work so we have our local level those are the people in and around your community then moves up the ladder where you have your state representatives and then those representatives then are funneled up another ladder and so that's where then you break off with your senators and then your house of representatives your senators are the people representing your state as well but they have more power and authority because usually they final decision makers for a lot of rules and laws so it is that absolutely you directly yes and that is absolutely critical why we have to vote in midterm elections one of the um, one of the things that happened that's i think that's really getting people out to vote one is the january 6th insurrection because that's what it was exactly that was, that was not a peaceful protest that is not the definition of protest um and so i hate that it took something magnitude to get people to really and realize how important it is to vote in your local state elections and not wait to vote every four years for a new president i agree and i want to bring it even closer to the state level in north carolina and at being an educator, all of us being educators, North Carolina, I think, ranks 49th, 47th in teacher pay. Hence, we have, I'm not even going to call it a teacher shortage. I'm going to say a teacher expectation of benefits, pay, and rights. Okay? Excellent. So, because our North Carolina General Assembly is led by majority public Republicans, who are not interested in public education. And if I'm going to say the word, they are truly 
working on divesting from public education. So if you don't know what divest means, go on, look it up. And they are literally trying to break education down in North Carolina. And so many teachers or even people in the in this state don't realize that the North Carolina General General Assembly is what funds or excuse me makes the decisions for how money is spent. Mm. How money is spent. And if people would and I'm and I'm not even promoting the organizations that I am. I am on the board of members for one of them. But this is not even about being a part of an organization. It's a part about doing what's right. Exactly. And you know what? And you bring up a good point because North Carolina has been dismantling public education for years. Yeah. And I've been telling people over 10 years, wake up and pay attention to what they're doing. When they first came out with the vouchers for charter schools. That's right. It was predominantly not for African-Americans to have a choice in their education, but it Caucasians to be able to leave their public school and go and use those vouchers for other education for their kids. And so this has been going on for years, but we need to wake up and we mm-hmm. need to vote. And also, I was going to say that defunding education is not the same thing as removing education if that makes sense so let's connect it to uh the police because a lot of people understand that terminology in right police they think that defunding means eliminating all police officers eliminating um um officials that are in charge of law enforcement that's not what it means right it means that you are reallocating funding and that you are decreasing, sharply decreasing the funding that's received. That is what defunding means. It does not mean eliminating. They have been defunding public education for decades. I might even go and say a good part of 50 years. Well, even as we, excuse me, even as we have this conversation and we talk about the defunding between education, the defunding as it pertains to the police, we have to look at it. Why is it that some of the most important entities of us as communities is where they're not trying to provide the funding or they want to reallocate the funding to not be what we need it to be? Mm -hmm. So, So let's look at this. If you continue to take the money from education, That means that our children are not going to get any smarter. And that's bottom line. As hard as our educators work, when you look at what is provided, the resources, the support, anyone in any job, in any position wants to get paid for the service they provide. That is hands down. That is pure economics. There is no person that works anywhere that would that would deny that right right no one no one so if you do a service you want to get paid for that service and you want to get paid for what you provide and the expertise and the excellence and all of that that's wrapped up in that you want that so why do we 
feel like as it pertains to education, let's just start with education. Why do we feel like we don't want to pay our educators? Why do we feel like we don't want to vote the people in to pay our educators? Why do we feel like we're not seeing that the, the lack of funding provided to education is also a direct correlation to the performance that we're expecting from the students in education? Why do we not see that? Then we turn around and we say, okay, we want to defund the police. We want to reallocate. We want to restructure the way that things are being paid. That doesn't mean we don't want to pay police officers because we absolutely do. However, when we look at their pay structure, their pay structure is also a pay structure that's not set up in a way that people want to stay in that position. So then we look at, okay, what are we providing the funding to? A new building, uh, putting a precinct in an area where it's you know highest with crime, but is that precinct in that area where they can go to for arrests and things like that, or are they still going to funnel them down to the main area? So then uh, you're like, why honest, do you still funnel them? It's just a pretty building on that street. I know exactly what street you're talking about. Beautiful building, but when do you ever see them on that road? Okay, next, go ahead. You know, so so then we turn back around and we have to understand: is it about stuff that you're providing to them, how are they using the resources, what's really going on. But let's look at it like this. If you decrease education, so our kids aren't getting any smarter, which means they're not going to be productive members of society, then they turn back around and they become the the stressors in the community. Then you turn around and you don't even have the resources to police the police and other people that need to be policed. Then your community goes downhill. Then what happens? The politicians that are placed in office that don't live in this area that's making the decisions for the places where you have decreased all of the funding, they then start making the decisions on those areas. How are you going to work this? Make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically, you're setting everyone up for failure. And the cycle continues. Yep. Until we vote, the cycle will continue. Yes. So let's talk about some of the really close contested cases, not cases, races that are coming up. So I know yesterday I was getting dressed and I saw on the news that Oprah had come out publicly endorsing John Fetterman. um, And this is out of Pennsylvania. Yes. Yes. Um, And Mr. John Fetterman is the Democrat and he's running against um, popular television, former television host who was in the hood, we say put on by Oprah, Dr. Mehmet Oz. And so they are running for Senate, the both, and that is a really closely contested race coming out of Pennsylvania. Right. Well, you know, one thing I want to highlight that has been said is that Dr. Oz didn't even live in Pennsylvania. Oh. <laughs> he lived in New Jersey and then moved to Pennsylvania to run for the Senate. Wow. Yes, absolutely. That is true. And you know what? Speaking of truth, and this is a question for our listeners. Did you know that everything about the people who are running, that's public information. They have to file their paperwork. You can look up their paperwork. You can find out how long they've been a resident of a particular state or when you talk about local level, 
how long they've been part of your local district. All of that information is public. There is nothing that's hidden. We think it's hidden because we don't take time to look up for ourselves or we depend on these raggedy news stations. Ooh. Girl in them commercials. Yeah, who only push certain propaganda. We can talk about they have their agenda. CNN Uh has their agenda. MSNBC has their agenda. And you have to learn how to look for things yourself. And if you are of a lower literacy level, ask someone else in your family or in your circle to help look it up for you. And then y'all gather and talk about it so that you can then develop more of an understanding. And even take your friends out most of us have some smart device i use was about to say option. that yep use the voice option ask your phone a question and you're gonna get the information go to youtube the information is out there youtube has a lot of helpful information as well it's not just for pure entertainment and and uh consumption of time so we have to to go back to educating ourselves and being aware, one, who are the people who are running? How did they vote? You can go online, like I just said, everything's public. You can find out how your official has voted. And in even in the Senate, uh, in the uh, House of Representatives, you can also find out how they've been voting. What are they voting for? Are they voting for the right for women to have abortions? Are they voting against it? How are they voting for the voting rights? We've been waiting on this voting rights act to pass for decades. You know, and I'll tell you another thing that becomes an, an issue, a question, a comment, a concern is nonprofits, different nonprofits, different 5013Cs, i.e. the church. Mm-hmm. Let's make it make sense. So there's the whole um, notion about the fact that politicizing the church and you know why it becomes an issue it becomes an issue because the people as groups know that the place that has become um previous prior to now that has become the greatest uh congregating location is the church so if we take the ability to have politics out of the church i.e the separation of church and state Mm -hmm then the conversations that we want to have in church, you're not legally allowed to have because you can lose your rights as being that 5013C. Now, here's the thing that happens. Yes, Black people still go to church. All Black people do not go into the church house. However, Bedside Baptist has been a, long, been a thing for a very long time. Right. And now that we can... Oh. now Yes, and now that we can worship online, there's a whole lot of people that are going to church because they're worshiping online. Right. And from different areas, there's a whole lot of um, ways that people are getting that need met and they're pushing. And here's the thing about it. We look at the black perspective and we, we look at the black agenda. We look at the black influence. They, they don't want us to vote. Nope. They don't want us to be knowledgeable because when we vote, we make a difference. We just have to make sure that we're voting 
right and correctly for the politician that's going to support what we know is right for the community. Here's the thing that I look at. The conservative agenda has become what is pushed as the agenda for the Republican Party. And that to me is a direct conflict because whereas I may be African-American and I go to church and we already know that part of the church is against, you know, so many things. Um, yes, people in the church are against abortion. Mm-hmm. But people, but people that go to church are not against human rights. Mm-hmm. Right. People in the church are against homosexuality. But people that go to church are not against LGBTQ plus IA rights. Make it make sense to other people. So people have to realize, whereas there are some people that disagree with this, there are that many people that do not align with taking away people's human fundamental rights. Mm -hmm. And if you sit in a congregation and that congregation is going to be against you being able to um, make these decisions that work for you as a people, then you need to change how you're looking at some things. Everything that the pastor say is not going to be what you agree with. We already know yeah. that. We already know that every, every sermon ain't for you. That's just truth. Anyway, it's just not. However, you also have to know, I got to make sure that I'm receiving what is good for me. Just like some people will vote for McDonald's and some people will vote for Burger King. Some people will be about Wendy's. You got to figure out what works for you. Some people going to be about Chick-fil-A. Some people going to be about Dunkin' Donuts. Some people going to be about Starbucks. You got to figure out what works for you. You have to know that you know this is what I believe in. One thing for certain young people, young people, if you are 18 to 20, and I say 18 to 20 because that's a group right there. Mm -hmm. And you realize that the people that make the decisions are the people that are 65 to 80. Ooh. And as much as we, are, we disagree with the people that are 65 to 80 and you the 18 to 20, you need to know that it is your voice that is going to matter in the next 20 years when you're 20 to 40. Right. And those 80 to 100 will no longer be present. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't get out there, if you don't vote for the causes that matter for today and moving forward, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Yes, exactly. I agree right. completely. And you know, something I want to add. So going back to what uh, Ranjit was saying about going to church and being part of the church and all of this stuff and what the church says and versus what they believe. Let's talk about the fact that there are things going on that people are purposefully trying to divide the black vote. Right. Let's talk about the state of Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Bring it to Georgia. Georgia. Marsha Walker mm -hmm. is 
um, he has a lot of medical issues and med- having medical issues does not eliminate your ability to serve. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is when you are purposefully picking a person of color that you know is incompetent to lead and serve to mm-hmm. divide the black vote, that is wrong. They preach all the time. Oh, we want we want people to have their own rights. So we don't believe in abortion, but yet and still, they are still paying for people to have abortions. Hey, now. Every single day. Every single day. What they say and what they do are not aligned with each other. And that Caucasian woman who came out this week, at first I was a little upset with her because I wanted to say, why didn't you come out first? But then I realized that she actually came out because she knew and she felt that that African-American woman who spoke out about Herschel Walker paying for her abortion and how people were backlashing her and talking about her and discounting her um dogging her out discrediting discrediting the woman yes thank you Rhonda discrediting her she had the wherewithal she had empathy and she knew she had to say something as well and I am glad that she also said something and I am also sure even though I've never been there with them that there are probably more oh absolutely absolutely and so you need to so when people are commenting and they're making these memes about Herschel Walker and how you know he has difficulty forming sentences and this this and that if you are putting your vote behind him, that is because you want a puppet. Mm-hmm. It, it's time out for puppetry. These are people's lives and lives are not to be played with. That's right. That's right. And even and, on, listen, and even on top of that, as we look at the race that is happening down there and with, and we know what they did. They did it on purpose. They, their whole agenda was to split the black vote and, and have it against the two people. That man is not qualified. I don't care what we want to talk about as it pertains to um, his illnesses. Nobody cares about that. He is just not qualified, period. No, not I at mean, all. Plain as day, hands down, he is not qualified. They know that Senator Warnock is the best person for that position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their whole purpose is to put somebody in there so that they could gain the, the seat. Yep, that's all they want is the seat. They don't care nothing about Walker. Exactly. It is not he and, get in office, they gonna tell him what to do and what exactly. to say. Exactly. And that's, exactly. And that's such a disservice to the office anyway. Because you know what they're gonna do? Oh, you know what I just realized. They turn around, they put Walker in, Something happens with Walker and they pull him out. And then they have another runoff. But it won't even matter. He'll have a seat. But, but that's what I'm saying. They'll have the seat. But what, what happens if there's a runoff? If they do something that's a runoff, does that mean because, the, because they won the seat, will that require it to be another Republican? Or will it just be like a special election and it doesn't matter? Well, they okay. had to run off last year, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, so when they got a, Warnock in there. So they're ha- right. okay. So when the votes are, and this again, this goes back to reading and researching. So 
when the votes are really close and if it has to come within a certain margin and I'll have to look that number up to be uh, accurate. So I don't want to misquote. So when it's so close within a specific margin, then they have to do a runoff. When you do a runoff, you're doing a runoff with the same two people, the two people with the highest votes. So they can't remove him from the ticket because he won will be removed from the ticket as if he were to be deceased at the time of the runoff. But what I'm asking is, if they put her, if Herschel Walker got Lord Jesus, I'm just saying. This on Georgia. It's on Georgia. Georgia, this on you. Okay, so if he wins and he's in, he's in the Senate and something happens and he's impeached and well, he's now, removed no, no. from we, office. We don't remove people from office. <laughs> Mm. We need to. We need to. No, no, no. That's not true because remember they have people. Um, wait, wait, wait. Mm-mm. I can't think of his name. When, when the Me Too movement, when the Me Too movement came up and happened, there was a senator that was removed from office because of um, of a scandal. That they were saying that he had done, and was he removed or did he remove himself? I think he might have removed himself. No, that's if, a difference. That's right. Okay, so if he removes himself, say Herschel removes himself, what <laughs> happens won't. to that seat? Do you see? Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay, so you're saying what if he removes himself after he's been elected? Oh God forbid! Saying that just makes me want to just ugh, ugh. don't say it. Oh God. So are you saying like if he gets that seat and then he says, oh, I can't serve or whatever? Yes. That what it, becomes a va- it becomes a vacant seat. So it's just a vacant seat. It's a vacant seat. But what happens is a vacant seat can still tilt the... Um, right, right. Right, because it's all about the numbers. This is why in the Senate, the vice mm. president serves as the tiebreaker. That's right. Because in the Senate, it's an even vote. If everybody votes along the party lines, and then if necessary, President Kamala Harris comes in, then she votes, and then therefore everything right. moves forward. Oh yeah, like she did with that big vote in Congress, and everybody was—it mm-hmm. was like one of her first big. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, mm. and you know, so you know, just just really be aware if you think it's foolery nine times out of ten it's foolery because I, people are like how in the world is Herschel Walker going to be able to do that when he can't even complete a coherent he can't remember XYZ because you know, a he's a puppet saying the same thing about uh, Mr. Fetterman because he is the recent um, he's recovering from a stroke right, um, that he, occurred a couple of months ago Right, um, but, but he's a smart uh, person. Listen, right, he's smart. Yeah, yeah. Right, there's a difference between smart person, knowing uh, what the how government works, understanding government, and needing a teleprompter because you've been impacted by a stroke. That's right. totally different from you being the puppet. Yeah, totally different. Now you know what I want. Let me ask y'all a question. Did y'all see 
and I'm talking to the audience. Did y'all see that tomfoolery of a commercial this week that came out? Yes. Yes. We saw Talk it. about it. Talk about it. Okay. So for those that did not get to see the tomfoolery, there was a commercial that came out in Georgia about reverse racism against um, white people. And what they're trying to say is all of the agendas that they are creating, that Biden is creating, that Kamala is creating, that the state is creating, is to be against white people, putting them to the end of the line, um, putting colored people ahead, providing resources to colored people first and not providing it to the white people and that they're trying to um, say that there's a reverse white re- reverse racism coming from um, the Democratic Party. And that's the narrative that they're pushing. Well, it seems like to me they would want reverse racism because for the longest time they've been saying other people have been getting things that should rightfully come to them based off of racism. So wouldn't they want reverse racism? Mm. Mm, of course it's not. About- this is about playing with the mind again. You got to play with the mind. That and just kind of hit me though. Like, but you know what? Here's the thing. Because one of the other court cases that has just come up to the Supreme Court is about affirmative action. Yeah. Say That's it. where it's going. Pay so, it. so everybody. I can remember all the way back when I was in school. And I can remember um, one of my classmates sitting there saying, well, if you and I both are trying to go to the same school, you know, they're going to pick you over me because I'm white and you're black. And that notion has been an issue in a a conversation against affirmative action for a very long time. Not realizing that you do realize that for jobs, for schools, for all of those things, the choice And the reason why affirmative action was put in place is because people were less qualified Mm -hmm. and getting spots. So it's not about the fact that I want to take a spot from somebody who is qualified. It is about the fact that I am overly qualified for something and I'm being denied because I am black. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's just providing the seat at the table that, is justified and that's the part that people miss it's not about it's not about me taking something from you it's absolutely not it's providing something that is justified to me it is about the fact that you will have a student who is a 4.5 gpa student with a high sat and act score and you're looking at this child and you're like oh my gosh if it was on paper and race was taken off the table, if race was completely taken off the table, I guess even if to say that they looked at it based on what you've done and not even adding your name to the application, uh-huh. how many times would you choose based on this? There is an equitability that is necessary in educational institutions because we already know that when you get into the corporate world or when you just get into the business world, period, you want to be able to see a diversity. And if you have an institution where it does not have the diversity, then 
it's going to it's going to not help in that manner. Now, that's not to say anything against HBCUs and the reason why HBCUs were created to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay, because people will down an HBCU and not realize that. Let me tell you something. The reason why it was created was because you didn't want to give me a seat at your table, so I just went on ahead and created my own table. Own table. That's right. You know, so when we look at some of the things that are taking place, some of the votes that are taking place, some of the the different topics that are coming up in our communities, nobody wants to take anything from someone else. What we want to do is make sure that people are provided with what they need so that they can be successful where they are. Mm-hmm. And as we look at our voting that has been and honestly the issues and I hate to say it like this the issues with our government goes all the way back to Obama days mm-hmm. they've been mad at us since we put that black man in office and that's and that's, that's hands down but not just us because there were not enough of us to be able to vote him in so that goes back to People. They've been they've been mad at us. They've been mad. They've been mad at that the United States of America. They've been mad at the communities because when 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 the way that the vote happened and that man was put in office, it became a way for us to become a war on who did this. And even when we switched and we put that next man in office, that we're like, how in the world did you manage to put that man in office? We have been suffering as a community. And when I say a community, I mean the entire United States of America. The U.S. has been suffering for stuff that we know would better us as a community across the USA. Because you just didn't want to make it make it right. Just make it right. Let us all win. Why is everybody winning not a priority? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Um, one that goes back to the history of the United States of America, because um, they always wanted to push that Columbus founded America. No, sir. Sorry, you did not, because people were already here. Those people are Native Americans. They are the rightful owners to the land in the United States. They stole the land. They still trying to steal the land. They try to steal votes, which leads me into the myth of voter fraud. So mm. when this former guy was running for president, he always was saying, oh, voter fraud is this voter fraud, this voter fraud, this. If you go to Brennan Center for Justice, that's B as in boy, R as in Robert E, two N's as in Nancy, A again center for justice it says extensive research reveals that fraud is very rare yet repeated false allegations of fraud can make it harder for millions of eligible americans to participate in elections so i want to say two things about this in the state of virginia we have a new governor and his name Mm. is mr Mr. Glenn Youngkin's son tried to vote not once, but twice. Do you think Mm -hmm. anything became of that? No. But you let an African-American woman 
from many years ago a better education for her child so she utilized someone else's address but then they sentenced her to prison mm-hmm. now she, had, That's she right. was since released but it took a lot to of jail a lot so looking at this um it talked about how the politicians had repeatedly and falsely said that in 2016, 2018, and even the 2020 elections, that there was a lot of fraud. That is not the case. That is not the case. They try to say the same thing for mail-in ballots. That's why you got people around here now marching around with guns trying to protect "Quote unquote," protect the ma- the ballots in the in the boxes. Those ballots are under lock and key. There are only limited people who have the key to release the ballots and then take the ballots into the building to count them. Stop believing everything you hear from a person that looks like you. You need to go and read for yourself. The research is there. It says that um, voter fraud is unacceptable, but we must find solutions that address actual problems instead of imposing policies that make it harder for millions of eligible Americans to participate in our democracy. Too many times the lower income of your impoverished are put at a disadvantage. The reason why they wanted to implement the uh the voter id requirement for voting was to make it harder for minorities and people of lower incomes to be able to vote because when you need an id you have to have transportation to get there you have to have the financial means to pay for that transportation you have to have the financial means to be able to pay for that you got to have financial are to be able to afford to take a day off. That's right. But yeah, all that comes into play. And so they did thing to try, and they are doing everything to try to disenfranchise or economic people from, from cast for vote. We have to stay diligent. We have to stay Vigilant and diligent in all of this stuff. Voting is critical. And there's we're, we're who to vote for. What we are here to do is to tell you voting is important. That's right. Every vote matters and that you have the tools to look search on your candidates that are running for and it's going to take all of us. It is. It definitely is going to take all of us. And one thing my kids know, when you turn 18, that's the first thing you're going to register to do. Mm-hmm. You will register to vote. And you will understand that it's not only a right, it is a privilege. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege. because Because the thing is, even if you don't agree with what this person that's in office is doing, you have the right to vote them out. Yes. 
And that's that. I mean, that's that's the bottom line is you have the right. You have the and it's not just people. We vote on bonds. We vote on the way some money is spent. We vote on increases in taxes. We vote on these things. And when you don't vote, when you don't step up and say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We are not building another park Uh or we are not putting money into another building or we are not putting money into another this, that, and the other. Oh, wait a minute. No, I, I believe we should have more money in this. I believe we should have more of that. When you sit back and you go, well, wait a minute, I need this in my community. But guess what? Do you vote? Mm-hmm. Do you do you know who your people are? Oh, I was going to ask that same question. Mm. Do you know who speaks for you? And because you, have you ever contacted that person? They have email addresses. They have um, phone numbers. Your representative. It's not hidden information. I reach out to ours all the time, even though everything so far is going good. I still reach out and say, hey, sometimes I just reach out and say, hey, you know what? You're doing a great job. Let me know how I can help. Or, Mm. hey, you voted this way. And, you know, here's my opinion. Here's why. Okay, you that person. Amen. I am that person. Amen. I use my rights. Yes, I do. I'm a, I'm a, I, and I am definitely about to flex on some of my rights because where I live, we are unincorporated. And because of our unincorporation, we do not vote for the mayor. Mm. Same. We Me do not, either. Yes, I do not vote really? for the mayor. Yep. Mm. I'm in Huntersville, so I don't vote for Charlotte mayor. Mm. Right. right. So, but I'm I'm in Charlotte, but I'm considered Mecklenburg County, mm-hmm. and I don't vote for the mayor. I don't I don't even vote in the primaries. How about well, that? Well, not that you don't vote. You're not allowed to vote. Because I'm not of, allowed. Yeah, I'm not allowed. I am not permitted to vote for in the primaries, and I am not. That person is not on my ballot. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why certain elections mean so much more to me. Because there are certain things that I am not eligible to vote for. And so I, I absolutely get my vote on mm-hmm. when I can. Because I am not going to be one that did not voice. And don't ever think that that one vote does not matter. That's right. Because sometimes all it takes is that one more person to vote. And staying home to protest voting that's not helpful. No. That's how we got the other person in because people were like, well, I don't like any of the candidates. Okay, but someone is going to be in that office and you see what has happened. Mm. Don't stay home just because you say, well, I don't like either one of them. You need to cast your vote for one or the other because regardless, the other people are going to take your power away. So every vote matters. It is important for people to realize that just when you think that you're just that one, every vote matters. It absolutely does. And what I was also saying is 
don't opt out of not voting just because you say, well, I don't like either one of those candidates. Well, you see what happened in 2016 when you didn't vote as president because you said your vote didn't matter. Please get out here and vote, people. Please get out here and vote. And he's, and he's also, well, he's been threatening, but he's making little comments now to where he's considering running again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have got to get out there and vote, everyone. It is so important, so important, especially in these midterm elections. You know what? Uh, and I, I even want to say it is so important because if you are a Republican, and you know that that person does not represent your party. That's another reason why you need to vote and vote right. Oh, yeah. Let me say that, too. You do not have to vote along your Democratic or Republican lines. You vote for the people's interests that have your best interests at heart. If your your thought process aligns with, with whomever, then vote for that person. Don't vote strictly right. along Democratic lines or Republican lines, because I'll be honest, there are some so-called Democrats that don't have Democratic values and don't oh, and don't want to do what's best for um, others. They want to do what's best for them. Yes. Because I will be yes. honest, I will be really transparent. Um, we have voted, even though we are registered Democrats, there have been times when we have actually gone in and we have voted for people on the Republican portion of a, of a ballot. I am not saying that I voted for that last president. That is not what I'm saying. But when it comes to <laughs> other local and, um, and state policies, yes, my husband and I have done that. You do not, like Kim just said, you don't have to vote straight ticket. You don't have That's to do right. that. That's right. And then, and and the other thing is, some of us have to understand that the party that they're aligned with represents what their values are. Mm-hmm. There are different surveys that are out there that you can take the survey and it'll tell you that your values may align Republican or Democratic. And you don't even know that that's not the party that that you are aligned with. Right. And you have to know fundamentally what you agree or disagree with. And that's why you vote in that manner. So it is, it is very important for you to, to just know who you are and know why you vote a certain way. There are people within your party that are Democrat that may have a slight more Republican vibe but they know that they're not wholeheartedly Republican. And there are Republicans that have a slight Democratic vibe because they know that they don't wholeheartedly agree with everything that aligns within the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you have to you have to know who you're voting who you're voting for. Yep. Yep, exactly. And you know what? And I also want to say something else. So a lot of times people are like, well, people aren't hearing me and people don't know what my community needs. There is a resource that I ran across a couple of weeks ago and it's called blackcensus.org. Census, right. C-E-N-S-U-S, blackcensus.org. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll put the link to that on our uh, web page as well as well as in our um, on our social media pages please go to that website it is a census specifically for the black community and it asks a lot of questions that can drill down to what you and your community are in need of if people who are making the decisions don't have the data to the decisions that's a disservice to us all so please please by all means this does not replace the regular census of the united states this is in addition to that census please take time to complete the census and don't say you don't have internet because you have a phone. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Well, we want to encourage everyone Tuesday, November 8th, get out there and vote. I don't think there's, I don't know if today was the last day for early voting in North Carolina. I'm not sure. It in is. Virginia, in Virginia, today is the last day to early voting. Okay. So North is. Carolina and Virginia, today is the last day for early voting. Go on out because it's multiple, multiple places where you can vote. Um, I have already voted. I think one of y'all said you're voted. going today. So, I'm going yeah. today. Yes, yeah, so I'm actually going right now after we get off of this here. I'm Amen. going. We voted okay. last Saturday. All right. Well, I think I did too. Okay. Anywho, it I did. As a matter of fact, yeah. So, we both. Uh huh. Yep. We are going to thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, we do promise to get back on a more regular posting schedule. You know, life been life, and, and that's all we're going to say about that. Yes. Ladies, it's been. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, everyone. Have Thank a great you. Day. Have a great one. Have a great one.